Gigi, what's up? I know what you're thinking. The podcast is about to start. But not before I remind you that GPO is giving away 2400 bucks in the holiday cash giveaway this week. That's right. Tomorrow, Saturday. Call it what you will. It's going to happen at 3 p.m. You remember to follow us on Facebook uh, for GPO, and you'll be able to watch that giveaway live there. That's happening at 3 p.m. this Saturday. Get in. Get yourself $25 worth of anything at any of the GPO stores or restaurants. Bring your receipts to the information booth and get entered to score 2400 bucks, my friends. That happens again this week. And then the final giveaway is going to happen on New, not New Year's, I'm sorry, Christmas Eve. It's going to happen on Christmas Eve uh, at 2 p.m. So get ready for that. Big shout out to our friends at Guam Premier Outlets. Keliquin, check, pencil, check, and ready, set, go. everybody and thank you so much for tuning in welcome to the blender now we're on episode 16 and i just thought to myself you know what we got to do something big for episode 16 we got to do something empowering for episode 16 and because of those things that i were thinking because of the mindset i'm in i have found the perfect guest co-host for this round now before i welcome her to the show i do want to thank my friends over at burger king reminding you that yep it is still whopper wednesday every single wednesday check them out get yourself that whopper combo meal say i love 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 the whopper and they'll get you another one absolutely free every Wednesday in December and then I also want to say thanks to my buddies at JP Superstore they got that huge sale going on just in time for Christmas of course it's 10% off store wide all regular priced items all the way until uh, Christmas time so make sure you get on in there they're going to be bumping it up to 15% off on certain days you're going to be surprised and you check people off that Christmas shopping list check them out in Tumont and at the Micronesia Mall JP Superstore Burger King proud sponsors of the blender now you know what if there's anybody who has done a sponsorship mention more than I it is this lady right here i'm so glad to welcome her she's been doing business almost as long as i've known her her name is miss janae Ugin. welcome to the show hi happy day it's so good to have you here today and you know what just a quick precursor like i said i've known her since we were children from afar from a court right a court away and a lot of a lot of people know you as this business savvy boss woman and that's every they have every right to know you as that but I don't know if people know how early you started bossing and businessing when you get off the bus and you're in <laughs> on terrace and you're walking down the street and you're got you're you're done with school, you got a couple extra pennies or quarters or dollars at the time you were loaded, and then you pass this haven. And there's <laughs> snow cones, there's pickles, there's chips. Before you candy got your bars. candy bars, before you got to your grandma's house and she told you to eat rice and soy sauce only, right? Hey, you stopped <laughs> off at the florist family you stopped off at your house and you and your family had a canteen that kept us all sane yes we had a snow cone canteen it was in the back of my uncle's truck um it was so cool because you know we wanted to eat snow cones too and man shout out to manang because remember we used to go to manang 50 cents yep. pepsi yeah so you got a dollar you had a score bar that was frozen and a pepsi can right so Every day I was like, mom, can I have a dollar? And my uncle's like, every day you guys ask for a dollar. Uh, they're like, why? I'm like, because we buy snacks. And he's like, oh yeah, I'm going to have a snack too. So I don't know. My uncle all of a sudden had this dream. He built this little snow cone thing in the back of the Toyota pickup. And all of a sudden, um, my, my sister and I, and we were like in elementary, like middle school, elementary. 
you were making shave ice and selling it for dogs. Mm-hmm. I remember it. All flavors, rainbow. <laughs> yep, all of it. And it was so cool. And you know, Guam, it hasn't gotten any cooler around here. Uh, but yeah. for sure, those days were definitely helped by those snow cones. And like yeah. I said, you've been doing that kind of stuff. So first off, welcome to the show. Thank you so much. Our Thank relationship you. goes so deep in so many different ways. And you've always been uh, an inspiration, not just to me, but to a lot of people, sis. Thank you so much. I really appreciate that. Um, You know, it's we've been I've been through so much, my husband and I, my little family. So we just wanted to do something to try to give back. And so we've done I think we've dabbled in so many things. And I know a lot of those things that we dabbled in, we've crossed so many paths. Um, You know, when Kevin was still at um, the the radio station, we used to see each other almost every day and I hear you every morning. I'm like, Kevin, did you hear Kyle this morning? He's so funny. He's like, Janae, I hear Kyle every day. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> my favorite, now my favorite memory is when you called Kevin and you're like, bro. And I could hear Kai laughing in the background because that's the time when you and Kai were doing the morning show. Uh-huh. And you're like, bro, I need to borrow jeans. <laughs> and we're like, what? <laughs> we're like, what do you mean jeans? We're like, what time is it, Kevin? It was like 5.30, almost six in the morning. And Kevin's like, Bro, are you joking? He's like, no, I'm wearing shorts. I need to wear jeans. <laughs> that and was so Kevin had to bring jeans because you wore shorts to work. I'm like, what in the world? You're like, I don't want Rex to see me. So you're, you don't want Rex to see you. So you're staying in the studio the whole time, and Kai is just like walking in and out. I was like, that's. I'm like, what in the world? He's like, I don't know. I just gotta bring pants. <laughs> you ready for this? That was the like the week that Mad Mike got sent home for wearing shorts, and I was like. What? Well, and Kai okay. was like, yeah, he's going to send you home. And I was like, you don't send me home, will you? I'm not, I'm not going to be going anywhere. I'm not going to be walking on the street in shorts. She was like, no, he's going to get... So she was egging me on. He's going to get you, friend. You're going to get fired today. And I was like, shut up. I have two kids. I can't get fired. And so I called Kevin. And Kevin is that guy. You and Kevin are those people where if you're in a bind, there's probably a chance you guys will save, save us. And that was it. I asked Kevin before for a belt. I asked Kevin for pants in that case. I asked Kevin for a tie one time. And he came through. Him and Jermaine Alerta are the only two people that I know who gave me the belt off their butts. And it was because I was like, oh my gosh. I was like, I have to tuck in my shirt. I don't have a belt. Kev. He was like, you know what? You're lucky. That's what your husband told me. You know what? You're lucky. And I went, okay, thank you. But yes, I love it. And like I said, you know what? Wait. In defense for Mike, though, his shorts are really short. Mike, I know. <laughs> he wears the shortest shorts and the tightest shirts when we're playing softball. I was like, whoa, Mike, don't bend over, yo. And that, was before, that was before Ray Gibson made short shorts cool. <laughs> Ray's, oh Ray's not listening, don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, Ray, you know what you know what Kyle said, right? <laughs> he might hear this. But yeah. So that was one of those things, you know. And and like I said, since then you guys have gone through and you've done so much. And and it's really so empowering for a lot of people to see that you guys have, have like you said, kind of dabbled in a lot of different things. And it's 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 so cool to see that you have these different passions and you never let anything hold you back. Uh from the the beauty pageants, which we'll get into a little bit later. Uh but also the Denancy, still the record holder for me, boy. The Denancy hey. almost made me cry the most. <laughs> okay, I'm telling you. And so I love it. Uh, I've seen it in action. And then from now, I know you guys are launching a clothing line. You've got a bunch of different stuff going. So we have a lot of things going on. You know, I, I have to bring it back to the beginning. A lot of people don't know how we started. And so I like to tell people our little story. It's going to be a really quick story. You Mm -hmm. know, Kevin and I were both working for a fiber optic company. Um, 
And at that time, you know, so because we're in the same field, our the, the companies we were working for were bidding on the same projects. And unfortunately, their company and the company I was with, we didn't get the bid. So that meant that they were furloughing and my my the company I was with was furloughing. Mm-hmm. And I was like one of the, the last ones to come in. I think I was number five. And so, of course, you know, last one in is the first one out. So I got mm-hmm. laid off. And then a week later, Kevin got laid off. So we both got laid off two weeks before Gabe's 10th, 10th birthday. Wow. And so, you know, it's just like, oh, my gosh, we, you know, we don't have a job. Gabe's birthday is in two weeks. We had like this big 10th birthday planned with like water slide and everything. And, you know, he's our only son. So we're mm. like, you know what? Go for broke. If this is going to be the last birthday, we can like go all out. So be it. And so we did that. And, you know, we were finding ways to like find, you know, find a job. And um, it just really forced us to look at what we can do best. And Kevin, he's really great at cooking. Um you know, at that time he was already making the Nancy, but you know, we were just like making it for fun. And at that time I was already um, making tutus, you know, I was just decorating parties, small time. And from there, it just kind of forced us to go into business. So that's how Inspirations by Janae was born. Mm-hmm. And that's how Still Smoking was born because it was, it was born out of a necessity to continue to survive and to provide for our family. That's awesome. And like you, like I said, I should say, inspiring other people and, and it goes beyond, you know, you see a lot of businesses now that you guys have lent your hand to and helped out, help them get off the ground. I mean, that's pretty awesome, especially here on Guam. We're always trying to, to support our local businesses and our friends because they really are our friends or our family, aren't they? They really are. They really are. Yes. Right. So we got that going on. And then you turn heads again because a couple of years ago, you know what? I'm going to say it right now. I hosted a lot of them. The pageant scene was on fire here. Oh, I mean, yeah. we had pageants every other month it seemed like and i was blessed enough to be able to be involved with a lot of them whether it be the alternative lifestyle pageants the youth pageants uh the the classical you know pageants that have been going on the universes in the worlds and and i had so much more respect after i saw all of the dedication and and you know i mean pageants get a bad rap sometimes because oh, yeah, they not a lot of people have the 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 ability to see behind the curtain like that so i'm not gonna lie to you you know i i bought into some of the propaganda before too right and i was like world peace but when i got back there and i saw that those girls really did have a plan for world peace i was like whoa yeah you know yeah, it's, it's a lot um you know, and that that actually happened by accident. It was so funny because um, our very, very first contestant, her name is Jerica Martinez. She's like, I know you decorate and I know you do crafts. Can you make me a costume? So that's how it started. And I was just like, a costume? And, you know, I'm not going to lie. I totally, you know, was like, oh, pageants are not true to blah, blah, blah. You know, mm-hmm. that was my mentality. It's like pageants are not even authentic, blah, blah, blah. And then here I am making this costume for her. And all of a sudden I'm researching, like, I want a native costume that's good, you know, like that speaks volumes. Mm-hmm. And so all of a sudden her, I'm making this costume and Kevin of course is helping me cause I have the vision and he has like the know-how he's mm-hmm. just like a jack of all trades. And so he built me this huge coral costume, painted it orange. And like I researched my Molly works for, um, at that time she was working for coral reef program. Mm-hmm. And so I think you might know Christine, uh, Christine, for Heron. Mm-hmm. So she's like a world of knowledge when it comes to coral. So she's like, Janae, white coral is dead coral. You cannot paint your coral white. It needs to be, <laughs> you know? So I'm just like, okay, okay. I'm like, okay. She's like, coral dies from erosion and all, you know, bleaching. I'm just like, uh huh. So it just, it went from there. And all the work that I put into that, it kind of uh-huh. got us hooked. 
Because when we were backstage, I was like, man, are these girls prepared? You know, mm-hmm. um, there's a lot of work that goes into being in a pageant, a contestant. Um, not only do you have to study, there really is a lot of studying. You know, you have to be involved in the community. You have to put in a lot of work practicing to walk in heels, your modeling, your, your poses. It's, it's a lot. People think like, oh, all you need to do is smile and look pretty. Like, no, no. You know, what, what good is a pretty face if there's nothing in your head? So it's really about uh, studying and learning um, to be able to represent the island well. Mm-hmm. And because of that, that's how Pitbull Empire was born. We just, um, you know, we that Jericho was our first contestant. And then we went on to Derek Lazama. We got Zoe Jean Tachira. And I know you remember Zoe Jean because she's a sassy mm-hmm. one. She's a 10 year old. She's waving like, and she, she does all it. these. Oh, she was so good. She and I'm it. like, she she's just so good. And from then, you know, we just um, continued to work with pageants. And that's how the Miss, before. well, that's how National Miss Curvy was born. And well, that's, actually, a, was that's what I was going to ask Guam. about next. Curvy yes. Guam. This is something again that broke the mold. No pun yes. intended. Um, it was uh, like I said, the, the pageant scene was erupting. We had pageants for all walks of life. People getting involved yes. that have never been involved before, and that was one of my favorite things. Right, is talking to these young, these young girls, young guys who were saying, "You know what? I never thought I'd have the guts to do something like this." And yes. then seeing them kind of transform, even just from the preliminaries to the finals, win or oh, lose, yeah. right? Win or lose, they walk off that stage and they they have a, a better sense of self worth, and then. I'm flipping through the newspaper or Facebook or somewhere, and I saw your promo for uh, Miss Curvy Guam, and I went, holy cow. Yeah. You know, and that was one of the things. Um, I met a girl who uh, eventually started flying under the Pitbull Empire flag. Um, she joined a one of the big three pageants on Guam. I won't name what it is, mm-hmm. but, um, you know, very respectable pageant. But one of the coaches in that pageant straight up told her, um, I don't know why you even join. You're never gonna place because you're too big. Mm. So they told my they told my friend who was a little on the plus side that she was never gonna place. She um, she shouldn't have wasted her time joining the pageant. And that got me, you know, because <clears throat> as a big girl myself, I was like, yo, if I want to do something, I'm gonna do it. Mm-hmm. And the way that they body shamed her really upset me. And all of a sudden, Miss um, Curvy Guam was born. And yeah, you know, I'm, I'm very excited because after Miss Curvy Guam, you know, a, a lot of us went our separate ways, but I was approached by National Miss Curvy and that's a national pageant in the mainland. Mm-hmm. And they saw what I did and they offered me the national director uh, position for Guam. And so now, um, now I own the license for Guam for National Miss Curvy. So wow. I'm very excited because it opened a lot of doors. I'm also the national director for Miss Voluptuous Pageants, mm-hmm. which is based out of the UK and it's also in the mainland. So it just really opened the doors for a lot of plus size women here on island. Um, our second pageant is <clears throat> underway. Our first one, of course, you know, because COVID happened, yep. we weren't able to do much. Um, our queens were great. Um, I just wish we were able to highlight them more. But our second group of girls, they're pretty strong, man. Um, I'm just excited to be able to get any one of them out um, to compete and represent Guam because these girls are pretty sharp. They're working really hard and I'm super proud of them. I got a couple questions, last minute questions, because this is my OneDrive podcast, right? So it's literally for OneDrive and you and I's drive to work is not that long. (laughs) So I don't like to take too long on this, but I've got a couple last questions for you. Ready? I'm going to fire them at you. First one, if you had to eat one food for the rest of your life, what would it be? Oh my gosh, one food for the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. 
I would choose chicken cut and uh, uh, wait. Chicken. Girl, you just put nine different things in one meal. That's not fair. <laughs> I would choose Kevin's stafau. The way he cooks stafau is like perfect. It's almost like cut and pika, but not cut and pika. Yeah. Because guys, okay. is nine. I'm forty. <laughs> That's real life, by the way. I so used to joke about it all the time, but seriously, when you hit a certain age, you start like, wait, I didn't feel this yesterday. I didn't feel that. Oh my goodness, what's happening? Okay, next question. Who's your hero? My hero uh, would be Kevin. I know that sounds so cheesy, but it really no. is Kevin. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he just he's just done so much to and he's grown so much and he's done a lot um without, you know, just he's just grown so much that he's my hero. Just watching his growth and the way he's progressed. Awesome. One dream for Guam. One dream for Guam. Um this sounds crazy, but I would love the cannabis industry to become legal on uh, on Guam, um, recreational and medicinal, only because I feel like it would bring another type of industry to our island and help our economy. And that's an untapped resource that we need to look at. Um, I want to promote safe and responsible cannabis use on Guam. Um, it's just going to make my job easier. <laughs> okay. <laughs> if you were a canned good, what canned good would you be? I think it would be um, full sodium spam. Full sodium. <laughs> I like how you were very specific there. Full sodium spam because it can get pretty salty, but not all the time. <laughs> you sure? You're not the Ticino spam? You're the full sodium No, no, no. Spam. I can't do Ticino spam. Ticino's like, no. It has to be full sodium spam. And then Trish. Ticino on the side, right? Okay, very cool. Thank you so much, sis. And you know what? It's great to jump into your brain. I know that, like I said, you've got the clothing line coming up. Where can people find you? So they can find us on Instagram, Still Smoking Guam. We do a lot of pop-ups on um, different places. Um, we're probably going to have one more pop-up before Christmas, but we are limited on shirts. I think we have like less than 20 per design. Um, but can I do a shameless plug really quick? Shamelessly plug it all. Go ahead. Shamelessly okay. plug. Okay. So if you guys don't know, I work for the Eugene Diamond Foundation. I don't know if you can see it. Okay, my shirt. So this is our limited, ah, it's our <laughs> limited edition shirt, um, collaboration with Opaque. Ooh, so wow. with yes, I I do us. I don't know. See, when you're old, you don't know what to do. When what you're, is that? What is happening? I don't know. Here? How you how, how you zoom this, Anak? Anak, how you zoom this? My book okay. face, my book face. My, my, oh, my Instagram. Oh, okay, wow. so this is it's called G the our G's for giving shirt. It is our limited edition shirt collaboration with opaque. And so uh we're very excited because you know opaque is super popular on island. And we're really just trying to raise money for G's for giving. So the shirt is a minimum of $50 donation towards the UOG Endowment Foundation. And we do a lot of great things at the endowment. Uh, we provide scholarships. We help fund programs and capital improvement projects here on campus. And uh, <laughs> I love it. I love it. As you can see, not only is she making strides in the business and everything she's got going for her family, uh, but also for the island. And you've never been one to shy away from giving. So I I'm hoping a lot of people get out there to support the G's Forgiving campaign and everything. Thank you so much. I know it's, it's really right now. G's Forgiving program is really in my heart. Uh, like I said, shameless plug, because we just awarded 41 students scholarships, 41 students at the university wow. scholarships totaling over 40,000. So I'm just so excited that the work that I do really will help students. So get out there, show your support. <laughs> Again, GS Forgiving is going on now with the Endowment Foundation over yes. here at the University of Guam. Sis, thank over you again. Over, I mean, over there. Over, over there at the University of Guam, because we're not there right there. now. Yeah. We're just going to pass my Malay. Hey, what's up? <laughs> thank you so much for your time this afternoon, and I hope to see you at Guam 
I'm not gonna say I hope to see you because I see you all the time. Uh, but yeah. I'm so glad uh, that we can be on level like that. Is there anything else you want to throw out there? I just want to say thank you to everybody for tuning in to Kyle. Um, Kyle's been so awesome. You know, uh, just watching him grow in the on the radio, it's just so amazing. And I'm so glad that you're doing these podcasts. And Since now you're shamelessly doing. plugging me. Of course, <laughs> I think I'm. I think I'm a professional shameless plugger. That's what I said earlier. You know. Your sponsor mentions are the best. <laughs> I learned from the best, night, Kyle. That's <laughs> it. Thank you so much, sis. Thank you. <laughs> we'll talk soon. And of course, as I let her go again, I want to say thanks to my buddies at Burger King, where you can always be your way. Whopper Wednesday, every single Wednesday. Don't forget to check out that Italian chicken sandwich. It's long, it's humongous, and it's great. And then on top of that, our friends over at JP Superstore, visit them as well and take care of your Christmas shopping. They're open all the way until Christmas Eve. So if you wake up on Christmas Eve and you go holy crap I forgot this person guess what they're open for you in two months at the Micronesia Mall at JP Superstore for sure until next time that's Miss Janae Ogden thank you so much ma'am my name is Hi Kyle there. Mandapat and you've just been blended be safe have fun and we'll see you back here on the podcast Pwesha shoots. Mm-hmm.